9. And uh, King James says, for we, for we are laborers uh, together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. And so we know, uh, we read in the translation uh, on Sunday, and there's a key word in there that says we are God's co-workers. That means we work uh, for God and with God. And so let's um, let's look at that prefix of co. Uh, co means joint, mutual, common. Jointly, mutually, together with another or others. Or co means the complement of. And so uh, when I look at these definitions of co, and then I see myself as a co-worker with God, uh, I see myself as mutually, jointly, uh, joined together with him. And I see myself together with him, and I see myself as a complement to God. Your life is supposed to complement God. Because uh, he's already God all by himself, but our lives are supposed to give complement to his actual being, to who he actually is. To where we complement, um, I'm trying to not use the word in the definition, uh, but you know, it's, it's like when people see you, it attests to the goodness of God. And so people don't see you and they just see uh, somebody who proclaiming something but not carrying nothing. But they see that your actual life complements who God really is. Not, who, not, not, not your life uh, uh, saying who he is, but your life actually being who he is. Complimenting and working together with him. Because now if I work together with him, uh, like that, that, that connects us. And so if I'm connected with God, I'm connected with the Godhead. So that means I'm a co-worker with God the Father. I'm a co-worker with God the Son. Me and Jesus, me and Christ, we join as. That's co right there. That's co-equal, that's co-mingle. It's all mixed in the same, and I'm also a co-worker with the Holy Spirit. And so now I see why my partnership has to be with the Holy Spirit, because now if the Holy Spirit has been sent to, uh, to lead me and to guide me into all truth, then I, I, I have to be able to see the Holy Spirit. Like I can't just see him as a, as a thing or as an it or as a... An entity that's you know somewhere out there, far away that we're supposed to uh, lean on in some moments of our life. But Jesus said that I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send you another comforter, and we're gonna do some word study tonight. And so, uh, cause uh, when he says another in that passage, we're talking about the Greek word alos, and so that Greek word alos means another, but in the same form. The, the same, he just like me. And so that, why, why would you, because scripture didn't say, Jesus say, I'll send you a comforter. He says, I'll send you another comforter. Because I'm here to comfort you and strengthen you, but I'm going and I'm going to send somebody who go comfort you just like me. Somebody who go walk with you just like me. Somebody who go teach you just like me. And so Jesus, uh, and um, I'm going to fast track a little bit. He, he's talking to the disciples, uh, and he tells them, uh, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. 
because what I'm about to tell you is I need you to understand that what I'm telling you is the truth. I don't need you to be confused about what I'm about to say. I don't need you to think that I'm just flabbergasting or just saying some lofty words for you to just, you know, think that, you know, there go Jesus talking again. No, when I speak, I'm speaking truth. And so I don't need you to be deviated from what's going on right now. I need you to know that right now, the thing that I'm about to tell you is the truth. And so Jesus goes and he tells them, uh, it's better for you that I leave. And so, so, not, so come on. The Bible is a story about you, right? So put yourself in a position of the disciple. You've been walking with Jesus. You've been talking. You've been doing miracles. You've been learning. You've been leaning. You've been, you've been, you've been, you've been, you've been gleaning from him. And so now he say, it's better for you that I leave you. Because there's somebody that's going to come when I leave you. Because just think about it. If Jesus never left, let's think about it. If Jesus was still here uh, in uh, human form in 2019, if crucifixion never happened, Resurrection never happened. Ascension never happened. Right hand to the Father never happened. He's still here walking among us, right? So use your imagination. So Jesus is still here, right? In order for you to receive something from Jesus, you're going to have to go where Jesus at. That's why they have multitudes following and flocking around Jesus, because if you need something from Jesus, you got to go where he at. And so now, let's just say uh, Jesus, you know, he dropped off in Galilee right now. And we over here in good old Baton Rouge, Louisiana. So now, if you need something, uh-uh, your prayer, mm-mm. You need to go to Jesus. You need to go ahead and book you a flight. So I got, well, first off, before I can book a flight, I got to find out where he at. So now I got to book a flight. Hopefully all of them ain't booked, hopefully they ain't too high. You know, ooh, ooh, if I if I need Jesus to come through with some money right now, I need money so I can't use what I ain't got to go get to him. So I ain't gonna be able to receive from him what I need because I can't I ain't got nothing to go to him. All right, so if I got a book of flight, I can't get to him, right? So now let's say I book a flight, right? And I find a way I book a flight. Let's just say I go to Jerusalem, Galilee, wherever, right? We go to Galilee. Uh, so now I gotta I gotta rent a car. And so put yourself in a position to where, uh, how many people they got in the world? Anybody know? Buku, all right, Buku. They got Buku us. And so now, just think, you are not the only person that needs something from Jesus. All right, so now, huh, amongst everybody else in the world that needs something, you live in that mix now, so now you finally get a flight. Now it's worse than Atlanta Airport. You know, they got layovers and delays and canceled flights and everything. And so now you've been trying to get G, but they got all these canceled flights and mishap. It was prolonging your process of getting there, right? Because they got so many people trying to get to that place. And so now uh, you finally get there. But now you got to rent a car. And so now they ain't got no more car rentals because everybody didn't got them. So now I got to hope, hopefully I can get me an Uber. And you know the thing about Uber is Uber upcharge depending on uh, how uh, how much people need it. The demand for right now in this area, if you need it, oh yeah, you about to come out the pocket. So if you gave your last to get that flight, you ain't got no more to get to Uber. So now you gotta walk to Jesus. But let's say uh, you gotta book a hotel. No, Jesus, you gotta book a hotel. Now you gotta stay somewhere. 
And if they got millions and millions and billions of people all trying to get something from Jesus, most likely, either they ain't got nowhere to stay, or you're going to have to stay somewhere that you don't want to stay. Just so you get to Jesus. And so now, let's just say you got all that plan. You got, you got the flight. You got the car. Uh, let's just say you got the hotel. But now you got to actually go to where Jesus is at. And it ain't going to be hard to find him because you're going to see a lot of people around there. Because now you got to uh, wait in line to get to Jesus. Right now, you ain't got to wait in line. If he was still here, you'd have to wait in line to get to him, to get some FaceTime with Jesus. And so you know how people, uh, uh, people be, uh, you ever been standing in that line trying to talk to that first lady? And it seemed like the person in front of you uh, got a life story to tell. Just think about the people when they get to Jesus. I done finally got here. I don't know the next time I'm going to get here, so I got to give you everything that I need right here, right now. Because it took a lot for me to get here, Jesus. And so I don't know if I'm going to make it back next year, so I got to make sure I get everything out on the table now. So you know Christmas list, boy. It'd be a whole, boy, with the things you be praying for in the morning, boy, that list will be full. Because I got to get to Jesus and tell him exactly what it is that I need. And so now I got to wait in line. Now you're in the hot sun, waiting in line. You're hungry. You don't want to lose your place in line. How long the line go last? How many days? How many weeks? How many months? Maybe how many years before you actually get to Jesus? And finally, like, so it's better for you that I leave. Because if I don't leave, you're going to have to do all that to come receive what's already yours. So now I'm going to send another comforter, somebody who ain't got to be in one place at one time, but somebody who could be everywhere talking to everybody at the same time. Could you, could you right now, you got a conversation with somebody, you want their undivided attention. Don't you know I'm, I'm talking to you? With the Holy Spirit, he can be talking to billions of people at the same time and don't get nobody conversation mixed up. So Jesus was letting them know that it's better. And so if it was better for them that he went away, how much more do you think it's better for me and you? Because let's just say somebody was selling a... Uh, uh, you know, you got Disney World and uh, Universal. You see somebody was selling fast passes. So you get a fast pass into, into Jesus' line. So like, how long that line gonna be too? Everybody trying to get a fast pass now. And so Jesus gave you the unlimited fast pass by giving you the Holy Spirit. And so now, that's why he say uh, another comforter that will uh, be with you Forever. Be seated, be seated. Let's turn, let's turn our Bibles. Let's turn our Bibles. Let's go to John. Get verse 26. Let me get in the amplifier. Give it to me in the amplifier. 
Oh, John 14. I ain't say 14. Y'all supposed to hit that in the spirit. Now 14, 26. Y'all supposed, supposed to have that one. So Jesus, uh, that's why Jesus was ahead of the game. Because Jesus knew that there's no way that he could be here today and uh, the, the, the will be done. And so that's why he had, because that's, that's why like, I think those three words are so powerful. Uh, the demonstrate, teaching, and sacrifice. Because once I do those things, I got to trust that what I've done is going to get the job done. I got to trust that I've built foundation to where you can build on that foundation and complete the Father's will. Because if the will wasn't, wasn't, wasn't fully complete with me. That's why he says these works and greater works shall ye do. Because I go to my Father and my Father send the Holy Spirit to be with you and walk with you forever. That's a permanent partner. The Holy Spirit is your permanent partner. You can't get rid of him if you wanted to. But you got to think of him and you got to see him as a partner. In order to see him as a partner, you got to see him as a person. And so now, how many times during the day do we go without acknowledging the person of the Holy Spirit? No, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't say go without praying in the Holy Spirit. I said acknowledging the person of the Holy Spirit. Come, come, come walk with me right night. You walk side by side with me. No, I need you to bump up against me. Right, yeah, bump up against me. You are uh, not talking to the person of the Holy Spirit. It's just like you uh, being joined together with somebody and never speaking to them. So that's like you walking next to somebody, going to sleep, waking up, eating, and never saying nothing to them. When they are here, to work with you, together with you, to accomplish the Father's will. So now I can't just uh, be up here and then just, you know, I prayed in the Spirit this morning, but did you talk to the Holy Spirit? Thank you, brother. But did you talk to him? Because now if I don't talk to him, I don't treat him as a person. But I got to talk to the Holy Spirit, and uh, we got to have, and I told you, partnership uh, is twofold, right? Communication and action. But now my communication and action has to cause interaction to where me and the Holy Spirit, we acting together. Because ain't, uh, just think about you being in a house with somebody and uh, living on one side, and living on the other side, and y'all never mix. 
Like y'all never pass by each other, y'all never talk, y'all never sit down and commune with each other. Like you're supposed to be communing with the Holy Spirit. But you, like the only people you can commune with is people. Cause, 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 cause the root of communication is commune. But you do that with people. Do you go talk in the walls? Do you talk to uh, inanimate objects? You talk to people. You don't pick up your phone and say, hey, let me call uh, the PMAC today. I won't talk to the builder. No, you won't talk to people. You say, let me call my mama. But communication gotta be done with the person. So I gotta see him as a person and not just a, a thing or an it. Anytime you say the Holy Spirit is an it, you are uh, degrading the dishonor in the being that he is. Because uh, the Holy Spirit is all about uh, manifestation. Let's, let's, turn, let's turn real quick to Genesis. Because uh, God cannot create without the Holy Spirit. And so now, verse 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without form and void, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God moved upon the face of the waters. Because now, like, you got to be able to see uh, the Trinity working together. And so now you got uh, the Godhead, and so now... The Spirit is the actual one that manifests the Word of God. And so something is birthed into the Father, but now uh, God the Son, who is the Word, has to be spoken. And so now when he says, let there be light, that's Jesus in action. And so now in order for me to bring that light into manifestation, the Spirit is the one who brings So, like, you have, so now, like, they got to work together. And so now I can't leave uh, the Holy Spirit out of my life. So now if I understand why manifestation isn't happening the way that I think it should, maybe it's because I haven't been seeking the manifester of the promises of God. Because, all right, now, all right, okay, all right. You want, uh, just say you, uh, just say, uh, just say you call Sister Pan's new house, and uh, you, let's, just, let's just make somebody up. You gonna talk to Robert Pins. And so uh, Robert Pins uh, does not uh, have the uh, functioning to be able to get done what it is that you need to get done. And so now you go and you talk to Robert Pins, but it's Mama Pins that's actually the one that's gonna create what it is that just needed to be done. So a lot of times we be up in church and we uh, talk to God, the Father, we talk to Jesus, but we leave out the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus say, uh, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man come to the Father but by me. And now the Holy Spirit is gonna be the one to reveal me. you go get to God and bypass the entryway? 
talk, we talked about two cycle fuel, right? Uh, they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. What is the two cycle fuel of the life of Jesus? I'm about to say, y'all don't remember Sunday already? It's only Tuesday. The Holy Spirit and the Word of God. Those are the two things that fuel Jesus to be able to produce anything that was necessary at any given moment. And so now the Bible tells us they have worship. Uh, him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So in order for me to operate and to actually complement God, to work with him, I'm going to have to work with him in spirit and in truth. And so Jesus says, Lord, give them all. He say, sanctify them with thy word, for thy word is truth. So you can't bypass uh, the word or the spirit. You need both of them. If God needs the word and the spirit, if Jesus needed the word and the spirit, who are you? If God could create none of us, let us create man in our image. He didn't say, let me create man in my image. He said, let us create him in our image. All of us got a part to play in what has to get done. And so now you can't just, uh, you can't just bypass uh, the Holy Spirit and bypass Jesus and try to go straight to the Father. Because the Holy Spirit is going to be the one. Uh, let's, let's, let's turn. Let's turn so you can see. Uh, let's turn so you can see. Uh, let's look at. Um, praise God. Thank you. First Corinthians twelve. differences of administrations, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operations, but it is the same God which worketh all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. And so now there is going to be no manifestation without the Spirit. Jesus the Christ himself depended on the Holy Spirit. And so that's why Jesus say, uh, it's, my, it's not me that doeth the work, but the Father that worketh in me. And so now uh, I got to understand that the Father uh, ain't nowhere by himself. And so now if the Father is the one that's working in me, then it is, uh, oh, let's go to another, let's go to another. Let's go to, uh, let's go to Matthew. Let's go to Matthew. Oh, I did more. There was an angel that went to Joseph, and he said, uh, go ahead and make Mary your wife. Because uh, the seed that's in her is conceived of the Holy Spirit. 
So the manifestation of Jesus came way by the Holy Spirit. So God couldn't place the seed of Jesus into Mary without the Holy Spirit. So in your life, what are you trying to accomplish without the Holy Spirit? If God himself had to get the Savior of the world here by, by activation or uh, uh, by co-working with the Holy Spirit, then who am I that I am greater than the Father? The Son can never be greater than the Father. And so now if God the Father needed the Holy Spirit to get Jesus here, if he needed the Holy Spirit to get you here, what in your life needs to be gotten here that you're trying to get here without the Holy Spirit? So not all the promises of God, they don't have passageway without the Holy Spirit. They can't get to you without the Holy Spirit. So you can go ahead and you could, uh, uh, if I, if I, if, 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 if I possess, if, if I know the way to where you trying to go and you talking to everybody but me, Then it ain't my fault that you stuck or you lost. That's why, that's why, you know, you be trying to talk about say the lost, right? People out of the church, you need to say the people in the church. They got people in the church that's lost. That's looking uh, in all the wrong places. Who talking to all the wrong people. When I need to be talking to my partner. I, uh, you know, just like they got uh, PNC, partner in crime. Like the Holy Spirit is my partner in covenant. Like he's the one that I need to be hooked up to more than I need to be hooked up to anybody else. Because cause Jesus, uh, um, Jesus is not in you without the Holy Spirit. Because cause, uh, the actual uh, place of Jesus, the Christ, uh, at this very moment, is at the right hand of the Father. And so, in order for him to be in you, and you, and you, and you, and all of us, he can only be there by way of the Holy Spirit. And so that's why he say, uh, you know, the, 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 the very thing that conceived me is the very thing that's with me. And so a lot of times people get it confused, uh, and they think, that's why, they, that's why, and I think, you know, just, you know, uh, just religion and tradition and just, uh, you know, the doctrine of men have uh, had us looking at the Holy Spirit as a thing because, you know, when, because, uh, you know, Jesus' ministry ain't even start until he got baptized with the Spirit. He ain't performed no miracles until he got baptized. And so now when we go and we say, you know, the Holy Spirit uh, descended like a dove, we go and start thinking that the Holy Spirit a dove. But if I throw you something and you don't catch it and I say you got hands like a snake, that don't mean that you a snake. That just means you got hands like one. And so now the Holy Spirit is sitting like a dove don't mean that he a dove. It just looked like a dove came down. It, just, it was so gracefully that that's what it looked like. And so the best way for me to describe it was it was like a dove. But the Holy Spirit ain't, uh, he ain't in a dove. 
and he's an actual person that's uh, partnered with you. And so if you're going to have a partner, the best thing to do is to work with your partner. If there's, if there, if, if, if there's a common goal, uh, you be hooked up with somebody, then y'all both should be working in the same direction. Y'all both should have the same goals, the same aspirations, the same desire. That's why how can two walk together unless they first agree? Because we ain't going in the same direction unless we agree. If you say we need to go I-10 West, I say we need to go I-10 East, we ain't going nowhere. Or you gonna go your way and I'm gonna go my way, and one of us will be lost. So if the Holy Spirit went one way and you went another way, I can guarantee you he ain't lost. Go like this. I know sometimes we need to be honest in church. Me. Because I need to make sure that, like, my, uh, just like your regular relationships. Uh, or maybe that's why some of your relationships are regular, because you don't really commune like that. Like, if you was with somebody and you never talked to them, how y'all gonna be together if there's no communication? I remember, you know, back in the day, you know, we had to, uh, you know, get the pen and the paper. We ain't had no phone and we ain't had Snapchat and stuff. We ain't, we ain't say, you know, what's your Snapchat or like, you know, trying to slide DMs. You had to get that paper, you had to get that pen, you had to write it down and you bet not lose it. Because if you lose it, that's a wrap. And that's, this is before social media, so you don't know if you gonna ever see them again. Ain't no way to go on the page and remember her name. And, no, none of that. You just gotta get it how you live. I remember one time, boy, I was in, a, I was in third grade, and they had this girl, uh, pretty girl, pretty girl, pretty girl. And everybody in class, you know, wanted to holler at her. And so the teacher, uh, you know, I had, you know, went, uh, you know, and got the number. Uh, no, I didn't get the number. Somebody else got the number. The number got passed around or something. So the teacher was like, you know, if any, whoever, if anybody called her, then, you know, that's back in the day, too, when they whooped you in class. I'll never forget it, boy, Mr. Wright. He said, if anybody call her, then come tomorrow, you'll get a whooping. And so everybody else was scared. <laughs> I wasn't scared, though, Skylar. I say, I'm gonna get it how I live. If you, if you whoop me, you're gonna have to beat me. But I guarantee you, I'm gonna call this number. But if I had never, yeah, and I got whooped. I got whooped in front of class because I called the number. Yes, I did. I was the only one that got whooped, too. Uh, so that means she must have dined me out. There wasn't no other way for him to know that I had to call her unless she told him. Yeah. Let me find her on Facebook. Let's tell her about herself. Oh, shucks. Where I was at? But you can't communicate with nobody, you know, so you had to keep up with the number. If you were on your hand, you couldn't wash that thing. You can't wipe your sweat or nothing. You, you dapping everybody up, what's up? You good? I got to keep my hand clean. You don't want, and you don't want to close it because you don't want to get sweaty. If it gets sweaty, it's just it's gone. You trying to remember, was that a five or a three or an eight? And you, just, and you just lost. Yeah, you going? You going through the number? You going? Hello? Is this on? Oh no, this ain't her. All right. Try again. But now with the Holy Spirit, 
Like, you can't, there's nothing that can be created. Like, you, you can't create uh, unless you commune with somebody. Husbands and wives, parents of children. You can't create unless you commune. There has to be intimacy. It can't just be, I send you a text, you send me a text back. Nah, it gotta be perpetual. It gotta be constant. I gotta wake up in the morning with you on my mind. I gotta go to sleep with you on my mind. I gotta be thinking about you all throughout the day. Calling you every chance I get. Because that's just how much you mean to me. So now look at your relationship with the Holy Spirit. How do you want it? How do you feel? How much? How much? How much you communicate? And, I'm not, and no, I'm not talking about praying in the spirit. But we like to rest on that. I prayed in the spirit today. No, I'm talking about actually talk. Actually talk to him. Actually greet him. Actually see what it is, because he know the mind of God. So if he know the mind of God, and uh, I need insight into that mind, then I need to talk to the person that's inside that mind. And so I need to be talking to him and seeing what it is. What's going on? What's this? Let me know. How? How can I do this? What do I need to do here? Do I need to take this back? Do I need to, I need to, I need to be talking because he the one who's going to lead me and guide me into all truth. Because it says where the spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. There's freedom. And so now, uh, let me break that scripture down for you a little bit more and I'm going to close. It's not just saying uh, where he is because we've established that he and all of us, right? But um, there isn't exactly uh, freedom in all of us. So is the, is, is the scripture line or are we lying? Uh, you know, what is it? But now, uh, that word Lord there, because when you read the Bible, you got to do word study. It means supreme in authority. So now, where the spirit of the Lord is supreme in authority, that's where there's freedom. When he's put in his rightful place, that's where they got freedom at. But when he just left on the back burner, he left, you know, somewhere else, Ain't no freedom because now, you know, I ain't, I ain't in this together with him. But now when I put him in his rightful place, there's freedom. Amen. Amen. Right. I ain't going to be able to finish. I want to give you some, I want to give you some verses, though. Uh, all of these are in the book of Acts. Uh, Acts 5, verse 3, 9, and 32. Acts 7, verse 51. Acts 11, verse 12 and 28. Acts 13, 4. Acts 15, 28. Acts 16, 6 and 7. Acts 18, 5. Acts 19, 2 and 21. Acts 20, 23, and 28. You got it? 
you ain't got it, ask somebody who got it. Uh, I want you to turn to one more. Uh, nope, nope, I'm not. That's it. That's it. Put this up. Praise God. But the spirit, the spirit has to be uh, in the proper place. Like, I got to understand who he is and how he works. But in order for me to understand who the, who the spirit is and how he works, I got to understand Jesus. Because the spirit is going to bring to your remembrance the things of Jesus. The trueness of who you are will be revealed to you by the spirit. So could it be possible the reason that you're wandering is because of lack of partnership with the Holy Spirit? Sometimes things, things just don't seem like uh, you can get a grip of them or a hold of them. It seems like stuff is constantly slipping through your fingers. It seems like you're right there, but then, you know, it just, it just somehow it just evaporates. Partnership with the Holy Spirit. Say, the Holy Spirit is my partner. I work with him. I don't work separate from him, but I work with him. Anything and everything, all the promises of God are made manifest by the Holy Spirit. God, the Father, the Godhead works together and needs all partners working together to manifest. So if God needs the Holy Spirit, if Jesus needed the Holy Spirit, then I need the Holy Spirit. And I will not go another day without communing with my partner. 